welcome back to I Did This Instead of Killing Myself, stand-up comedy and lifestyle podcast I host out of my apartment. My name's David Baker. We're based in Greenville, South Carolina, featuring uh, stand-up comedians, up-and-coming stand-up comedians, uh, and hopefully up-and-coming. I don't know. Um, Yeah, hopefully we are. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for today's guest. My guest today is Doug Allen and, uh, Doug is, uh, if you've ever been a comedian that, uh, or comic that's thought about moving to a bigger city, I encourage you to listen to this interview because Doug actually did it. Uh, recently, um, Doug moved from Charleston to Austin, Texas. We just up and went. He had a little Dogecoin and um, decided, hey, I'm going to roll the dice on this. And uh, this is my dream. This is my passion. This is what I love. So I'm going to up and do it. So today's interview, we catch up about what that transition's been like for Doug. Uh, I really like Doug as a, as a comic. He's hilarious. Uh, it seems like he just he doesn't care. Like he's not attached to anything. Um, you know, that's kind of evidenced by his willingness to just move across the country uh, he's also uh toured in a bus by himself or a van by himself around the country just on a whim um, so he just goes for it follows his creative uh passion and um and he's already having success he just got booked on his first show in austin i'm really excited for him and uh yeah man just a really hilarious dude that you want to keep an eye on because he's gonna he's going places i'm calling it he's gonna make it um, so yeah, so, uh, before we get into that interview though, here's what's going on in local comedy here in Greenville, South Carolina, the week of October 18th, 2021. So to begin the week, we have our usual open mics, coffee underground at seven o'clock. That's right downtown Greenville hosted by Craig Holcomb and no expectations comedy that starts at seven o'clock. Get there a little early, um, free admission, all that stuff. Following uh, that mic, we have Habiba's Mediterranean Restaurant. Uh, all jokes aside, hosted by Dante Anderson. That show starts at around 8 or 8.30. Um, if you're a comic, you should have time to make it to both. Um, on Tuesday, uh, Doolittles and Anderson, we have our uh, open mic um, hosted by Robin Scott. Uh, open mic portion starts at 7.30, and then uh, we have our feature comedian, Danny Sims, um, performing this week, so check that out. Uh, on Wednesday, Radio Room at 8 o'clock, hosted by Adam Schulte. Um, the show starts at 8, get there a little before to get on the list and talk to Adam. Um, you can message him in advance to get on there. Um, on Thursday, Jokes Out Loud at the Comedy Zone, hosted by um, Brandon Rainwater, if he's in town, or we might have a guest host. Um, that show has a $10 cover charge, begins at 8, so um, if you're an audience member or a comic, recommend showing up between 7 and 8. And finally, this weekend at the Comedy Zone, our celebrity uh, comedian is John Christ, uh, not Trey Kennedy, although they're both uh, online and on YouTube and Instagram, you can find all their stuff, so... Uh, John Christ, um, he's got two shows on Friday at 7 and 9 and two shows on Saturday at 7 and 9. Tickets available at greenvillecomedyzone.com. All right, that's it for local comedy. Um, hope you all have a fantastic week, and I hope you enjoy uh, my interview with Doug. Here it is. 
Oh, hey, hell yeah. I still got to grab my coffee. Hold you on. You want to grab your coffee? Can we start? <laughs> want me to just stretch? Dude, you're going to spread some time? I mean, it should be brewing up. I got a little. It's like, Sunday. I'm not working. Okay, fuck yeah. Go ahead. It's Sunday, you ain't got no job. I'm going to get you coffee. I'm not. <laughs> All right. Almost done. Give me like 30 seconds. Also, I'm still, I'm eating. I just woke up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry no you're good man so uh yeah welcome to the show bro. thanks we're starting that was really the start yeah. we're gonna do that sure. okay why not Fuck why it. not whatever dude you're you're a pretty informal guy i like it so uh, what happened yesterday do you want to explain what happened yesterday like we had a we had a slot scheduled i don't know what you're talking about dude i'm I'm just let me get some lighting going in here, dude. Yeah, yeah. Get your lighting, get your lighting going. I got my box lights behind the my laptop. I don't have any fancy, but this looks better. I'm not so shady. Um, let me get that. So we're here with the one and only Doug Smith slash Doug, Doug Allen. Allen. Allen's your stage name, right? Yeah, that's what Allen's my middle name. And then I've just started, dude. I'm sorry. Can we restart, dude? I gotta get <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we can restart. Uh, you don't want to. I mean, I don't know. I feel this is all being recorded. We can I can edit Okay, this edit it however. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um you wanna go with that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So uh my guest, hard intro. Okay. My guest today, I don't know. This could be the start of this could we could just continue with what we had, but <laughs> All right, whatever. The one and only Doug Allen. <laughs> Dude, he's he's uh, out of his Austin, Texas apartment. Looks pretty um, nice looking, huh? Yeah. How are you liking Austin? I I'm enjoying Austin. I'm enjoying living by myself. Um, Austin's been cool. It's been exciting. Like. Uh, like, do you mean comedy scene-wise, city-wise, or all in Let's start with the apartment. Did you live with uh, – did you have a roommate before? I lived with two other people. I had Facebook roommates, and uh, – That's like Craigslist, basically, right? You didn't know them before? Yeah, I had no clue who they were. And quickly found out they were not good people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, uh, I had one roommate that was pretty cool, and then I had a roommate that, like, I just didn't get along with at all. And um, – yeah, it just like wasn't fun. And then when I was looking for apartments, I was living downtown Charleston. And mm -hmm. then when I found this one, I'm like 10 minutes, 15 minutes out of the city. Like not, I'm not even out of the city. I'm still, you know, but like just from like downtown and uh, rent. I'm living by myself now. I got a one bedroom and rent looks nice, like, dude. It's, looks it's like, looks like you got you got some plants there. <laughs> I like bit. I like plants. And, and you got art on the wall. That's my peace lily. And that's my snake plant. What, this what's is my it? Christmas cactus. Uh, <laughs> that's a painting from uh, Buzza Wuzza. It says on one side, it says, there's magic and secrets and stuff all around us. And then the other guy is saying, too bad you can't see it. I, I don't get like it. That. Explain that. I don't know. I just <laughs> liked it. I, <laughs> uh, when I was living in Arizona, there was a uh, like state fair, county fair, whatever the hell. And I was walking around there and there was just some guy and he had all these, uh, uh, what the hell are those called? Artworks. <laughs> all lined up. 
And uh, I like walked up and I was just looking around. I was like, dude, these are cool. How much are these? And he's like, oh, $5 each. I don't care. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. And I bought one. And then uh, I was walking around and out of nowhere, like all these kids started like running up to me. And they're like, you got that from Buzzle Wuzzle? Where is he? Where is he? And I had no clue who he is, but apparently he's like a big artist down there. Really uh, cool. And check him out on Instagram. He does like a lot of just like really weird trippy stuff with like no, rabbits. It, it and... looks cool. It looks kind of like that Nickelodeon show, Ah Real Monsters or something from how far away I am. But just like out there. Cartoons. I know who you're talking about. The purple guy with the hair. Yeah. Yeah. The purple yeah. guy with the ears. Uh-huh. And there's I one guy that up. like held his eyeballs in his hands and that had a big fat hair. guy. Yeah. The big fat guy. It was hilarious. That looks like... a little like a snake looking thing. The black and white snake looking monster. Mm-hmm. I think it was nuts. But I'm impressed. Uh, so you're living by yourself. You uh, yeah. got a nice place there. Um, and how long has it been in Austin since since you moved? I got here um, September 7th. So I got four days and then it's going to be. Is it rude to eat on a podcast? Am I terrible right now? I'm like, no, mm. no, go ahead. It makes you sound more casual. There's going to be three people that listen to this, David. That's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How four. are you? We're up to four. four. <laughs> Your logistics are looking good. I finally got mom to start good. listening. I had my brother and my mom and my dad, but my mom we, just started listening. That's number four. When you go over three to four, that's actually a pretty high growth percentage. That's a that's huge. That's what I report back to the shareholders. Com <laughs> um, yeah, I got four days and I'll be down here a month. Um, the first like my parents got down here. They drove down here and like helped me move in. And then they were going to stay and visit for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they like just resprayed my bathroom, like the, the epoxy or whatever that goes on the toilet. Uh -huh. They sprayed that like the five minutes before I moved in. So like we came in here and like you need a fucking gas mask. Right. And I just like tossed all my shit inside. My parents were going to sleep in my room and I was going to sleep on my couch. Uh -huh. And then uh, fucking they put everything inside my house. And my parents like looked at me and go, Doug we're not going to sleep here tonight and we don't want to pay for another hotel in town. We're going to hit the road and we'll just, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Like, you just drove halfway across. But yeah. So then I fucking, I, I laid in my room and I put a towel underneath the door trying to like keep fumes from coming in. I opened up the window. Like that's what they just like left me in here. But, uh, did they drive down from Minnesota? Are they, is that where um, they were? South Carolina? They were living in Charleston. So oh, word. Okay. So you want to know my life? I, yeah, I, dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I uh, my parents retired from the military from the Navy, and they were both living down in uh, Charleston. And uh, when I was like three years old, we moved up to Minnesota, so I was closer to my mom's side and my dad's side. And then uh, when I went off to college, I was up there for like a year and a half. And then they called me one day, and they're like, "Hey, do you think that you're going to graduate college?" And I was like, "Yeah." I don't they're like, uh, all right, we're going to move to South Carolina. I was like, fuck, all right, yeah, I'll see you guys later or whatever. And then uh, they moved down there. And then like two months later, I called them. I was like, hey, I don't think I'm going to finish college. So I moved in the van, traveled around, moved down to South Carolina. Traveled so, you didn't, around. so you didn't finish college? Yeah, no, I did a year and a half. Look at me, dude. Come on. You think I Yeah, no, I think I knew this because I was supposed to research you when we did that road Because you thing? talked to me once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> we're great friends yeah <laughs> no i'm like you look at me and you're like this guy didn't finish college <laughs> and you yeah you were gonna study like elementary special education or something like that yeah man 
I yeah. just love kids. I, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I always like would uh, in school, all the special needs kids, I was always like, just like very friendly with them. And like, uh, we'd like see each other in the hallway and they'd be like, no, oh, I'm tired. Yeah, they're, just, like, they're great, man. They're, they're so, dude, they're, it's they're, just funny people. Like, they're yeah. just such, they're so real and full of like, just love. They, just, uh, love the hug. I mean, you can meet some assholes that are fucking, <laughs> they got <laughs> mental disabilities. Like that's it. There's a, uh, I mean, like, uh, people really like, like, don't give special needs people enough credit because like they just think that like they are like these like bubbly like whatever and like they are like pretty bubbly people for the most they don't part. they don't give special needs teachers enough credit no 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 people don't give like humans don't give special needs people enough yeah. credit because like uh i had a uh kid that had down syndrome that lived next door to me growing up and mm-hmm. i fucking hated his guts dude he was a fucking jerk dude he was fucking mean man he like we get like close to his fence he'd be like get the fuck out of here like he'd be screaming at him, i'm swinging and he's like two years older than us you kids get out of here like, oh, my. Oh, fuck you, man. but like uh <laughs> <laughs> they like talk about that like they like uh, they'll figure out like down syndrome people will figure out like oh people feel bad for me like i'm gonna try to like get away with some shit i i uh when i was in college i was working as a personal care assistant mm-hmm. and i went over to a kid he had um they said like severe autism da 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 he was a bunch he was nonverbal. um never spoke like any words i kind of like made some sounds um this is mentally handicapped he had like a bunch of stuff and uh i would go over there and like i'd help him like before school sometime and the mom told me she's like his name is jake the mom's like yeah jake can't wash himself jake can't da 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 so like you need to like do his shampoo you need to put water on his head you need to da-da. all these steps you got to do that with jake and i'm like okay yeah no no problem and i'm like washing his hair and i'm doing all that stuff and one of the times i was putting water on his head and I just noticed he was just sitting there and he's like, just loving it, like having a spa day, you know? And I just like, I look, I go, you're enjoying this too much, bro. I was like, you're, you, you can put water on your head. Jake, put your own water on your head. And he like looked at me and kind of like, and grabbed the water and put it on his head and like <laughs> washed his own shampoo out. And like, he's totally fine. But like his mom, like, I'm sure when he was younger, he couldn't do that. But now he's older and like his mom just got used to that. And he's like, Fucking, I'm sure his mom probably a couple times was like, hey, Jake, wash your hair. And he's like, oh, it's fucking, where do I put it? I don't know. Oh, like, that's my it. gosh. Dude, I, I I spent a lot of time with that kid. And that's what I got, like, frustrated at the end. Like, I loved him. He was an awesome kid. He was great. But, but you're like, saying yeah. he was taking advantage of his own disability. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. That's it, like. Yeah, he, he was like just straight looking at me and he was just like, like, as he's like, I was washing his head and he's like staring at me. And he's like, just <laughs> loving it. You know, like yeah. it's just fucking, he's so relaxed. Like that's what I would, I would love to have somebody do that for me, you know? But like, that's yeah, it. then I was like, Jake, put your own water. And he kind of looked at me like fucking like, all right, whatever, dude. Like, yeah, all right. And like put it on his head and like did everything. No problem. You know, like I, like right before I was done with that job, I feel bad about this, but like, I was like talking to him cause he has, he was nonverbal. So like all that he would do is kind of like, or like, you know, like, and right. kind of like get like, yes, no out of that. But like, there was a couple times where like, he would be like, yes. Or like, just straight up, like, look at you. If like, he didn't like, like, Hey, it's time to leave the store. Don't know. He'd look and he'd be like, no. 
And like, so we were in the car one time and like, I would like ride with him and I'd be like, say yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like one time I turned around to him and I was like, Hey Jake. And he's like, yeah. And he like, wasn't like, yeah, but he like looked at me and I was like, you don't have me tricked, buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, totally like get i was like you can yeah. talk bro i was like you can i know it's hard but like we can work on it and we can and like yeah he's, hey like yeah he's little tiny things he wasn't totally but i was like bro yeah you're holding back my guy you're not fooling him <laughs> but he was ever, such a sweetheart i love him have you ever talked about that stuff on stage I your should. experience I with, with special needs i like uh I, I, stage is so weird to me dude I don't know. Like, um, I've been listening to like a ton of Norm clips. Me too, dude. Talk, me too. Talking, Holy shit. Amazing, dude. Funniest guy ever. Mm-hmm. But just smart as fuck. But mm-hmm. like, he'll talk about it. And he said, um, like, some of his favorite comic, Bob Hope, if you ever look him up, he talks about him. I don't like Bob Hope. And that's what like a lot of people, like, if you look up Bob Hope clips, like, they're just the references aren't hitting and da 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 da. But like you don't have any, and that's what Norm talks about. You don't have like any feel of like what he is. I'm not. I'm not trying to do this thing up here where I'm, you know, emotionally connected. And da da da. He's like, I just want to fucking make you laugh. So that's what I forgot. What the question was now. Right? About. Talking about special needs on stage. It sounds like you're saying it might be like a oh more yeah, that's what I like. Then like, you know, you're you're wanting to go into that like. I have like a weird time writing because like, I don't, I go back and forth between like, I'm trying to teach everything about my own, like learn about and find my voice and like do all that stuff. But then also I'm like, I just want to make you laugh. Like that's why like a lot of my jokes are crude or like whatever. Cause it's just like, yeah, if I can set a punch, here you go. Yeah. So you're, you're saying, I I think I remember Norm talking about Bob Hope. Like Bob Hope is just an entertainer first and foremost. He's not trying to give you his whole life story or get overly like up his own ass about what he's trying to do. Yeah, he's not he's just trying to, like, trying to mind, make laugh. people laugh. And that's and Norm always like wants to play the dumb guy. You're not trying to like be the smartest guy. Like, I think who is is it Bill Hicks? Talk about he would be very really political. It's almost like he's lecturing you. Bill Norm in an interview, he he called Bill Hicks a fraud. Yeah, yeah. He, he did like, not yeah. like it. Yeah, so I, like, I think it, that's like the opposite, but yeah, he's like, I'd still somebody. like to hear you talk about special needs kids on stage <laughs> because I think it's hilarious. But also, I think it's a really original angle to be like, no. these kids are full of shit. <laughs> like, I'm fuck these ret- special needs kids are fucking liars. Yeah, they're all regular. They're just doing that. So, so <laughs> as an audience member, I would love to see a bit by Doug. <laughs> I'm Rip so concerned. I, I like, I, I don't know. I go back and forth between like, like a lot of like the things that I say that are like bad or whatever. I think it is like, in like, just like the context of a joke. So like, to me, I'm like, if you're a rational person, you're going to be like, like, okay, he's joke. Like, yeah, yeah, that was a bad thing, but like, yeah, it's fake. Ma. But like, I start talking about like real stuff. I'm like worried of people thinking that I'm a, a mean man. Like, even just saying, I talked about that when I did the shout out Michael Garrick, the pop and culture podcast. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, uh, Michael Garrick. Every single time that, like, uh, I'd, like, say something, I'd always, like, have to, like, do these qualifiers because, like, people jump on your fucking throat really quickly. That's the good thing about Austin. Like, a lot of people down here are just kind of, like, 
yeah man we're just hanging out we're talking like that's what like share your fucking ideas let's get that you know what i mean like so good thing about Austin being they're open to like being risky and taking and and they know they know that like yeah like we're trying shit out like nobody's like a pro here you know nobody's gonna try and cancel you if you make a mistake like yeah and my fucking small town market like somebody didn't like her comedy and they're like you can't do it anymore like, I don't know wait in Charleston they they'd say you couldn't do shit anymore cut it out cut it. <laughs> Name Dude, names, care. Doug. Name names. <laughs> oh, you got to cut this out, dude. I don't know. Uh, I didn't even hear what you said. I said, you got to cut this out. No, dude. no, no. I, I didn't hear the names. Oh. You're good. Well, I'm sure it's on that. But uh, I don't really care. Um, just like uh, she does like that, like writing group thing. And I don't know. I've talked about it with like a lot of people in Charleston. And uh there's just like, uh, and I got, I fucking talk about it too much down here too. I fucking piss myself off, but like, uh, I don't know if it was like that in Columbia or in uh, Greenville at all. Are you Greenville? Yeah. Greenville. Yep. I'm like, am I crazy? Um, there's just like a, a hierarchy in Charleston and they're like, just fucking very like stick to the hierarchy and like, uh, I don't know. So comics that are so far along, like oh. can't usurp them or do things they're like the bookers they're the bookers it's like sure. every single comedy scene like that's where there's like the people that like have the power and like that's what yeah they have it like that my like problem with charleston scene is like uh they like talk about oh we gotta be welcoming and da, 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 da. i like i i don't think that like they're very welcoming unless it's like the very like niche thing that like they're into you know uh, that's okay. i don't know I don't know, man. I, I, I don't want to talk about that too much, I guess. No, it's cool. I think that exists everywhere. <laughs> no, to, that's what... To an extent. I've already got it down here. Like, that's what, like, I mean, obviously, there's, like, the hierarchy. Like, there's, like, people that are farther along. Like, that's the greatest thing about being down here in Austin also is, like, I'm going to watch... Even going to watch Kill Tony, you know? Yeah. Uh, is, like, you get, like, the opportunity to just see, like, oh, yeah, there is a path. Or like I'm not spinning my wheels, and the guy's right there. Like where you want to be is right on stage in front of you. Yeah, of he's right. Yeah, mm, like you have the opportunity every single week to get up there. If you have a good set there, you like have watched. I've watched people um, go up there, have a good minute, and then Brian puts them on a show on that Thursday. You know, like that's so you can you can get on some really cool shows down here. You can like have really cool opportunity. I've been going and seeing more comedy shows and i've been seeing um just like more talented comedians and it just like makes you think about like writing in a different way and all that stuff the people that are in the scene down here seem to be like a lot more just like chill and like willing to like make jokes and like fuck around have a good time with everything and that's like people aren't like seem to be worried about like your political stances or anything like that you know what i mean interesting like okay like so in charleston not in too charleston. woke or... In Charleston, there was a big, like, it's a woke thing. And I said, like, yeah, I'm pretty fucking woke. And I think everybody's pretty fucking woke, you know? Like, that's what. That's interesting because I kind of thought Austin was a woke town in a way. In, 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 the, in, like, the spectrum of Texas, Austin was more purple. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more, it's more, it's a, the, 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 the citizens of Austin. Like, that's what, there's a lot of people, there's still, like, no mask or anything down here. And, like, it's, uh, 
it's just chill like it's just like people that's what like i think is like the woke thing like went like overboard with because i think most people if you talk to them and they have any brain at all like that's i was trying to talk about that on stage i try to think about like opinions and stuff i guess but i was trying to talk about that on stage of being like i like racist people <laughs> like that's it they're a dying breed like that's what i don't think that like anybody really i think like people are ignorant and i think people you know but like when I was working down in Charleston, like I'd get into a conversation with somebody and I'd like looking at them and be like, whoa, you have some fucking crazy viewpoints, bro. And I'm like, let me hear about them. Like, that's yeah. what I, I'm not going to hear this, this, this line of thought. And that's yeah. like, you just sit here when uh, I, I'll, I'll trail all day, David. No, it's like, uh, it's like visiting a museum of ideas. Like, oh. Uh, yeah i don't i don't fucking agree with them but like that's i, I want to look yeah i want to look at the exhibit and, and yeah and that's what <laughs> the woke side seems like the racist people are just kind of like i fucking hate everybody and da, 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 da. like they're just grumpy old men for the most time and then the woke side is like the they're racist too like that's what they're fucking all these people that are da, 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 and they, they don't want for you know and i think most people if like you 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 took a political leanings map of people i think like most people would end up like being somewhat down the middle if they like yeah themselves regularly i think everybody like uh, abortion I like issues i think it's very obvious that women should be able to have abortions i think it's very really? obvious people should be able to have guns i think it's <laughs> I, I was gonna say I, I cut myself off i was gonna say i think it's very obvious that women should be able to have abortions but i think it's very obvious that life starts at conception but <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know, man. I like to think and I hope that like most Americans are kind of nostalgic for like 1990s politics, like when shit was less life or death and like there was less of a gap between a Democrat and a Republican. Have you heard and the um, biggest thing we had to care about was Clinton's like infidelity, like no. or, or George Bush having a beer with them. Like now it's, it's like cool. if you disagree with me, <laughs> um, you are a Nazi or a uh, a communist it's like, it's like twilight now they're like i'm team edward i'm team bella jacob is a misogynistic piece of <laughs> it's so stupid i feel like most americans don't even actually think that but like that's what gets ratings they think so that's the drama they 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 trot out with the, with the puppets anger is a fucking really cool emotion dude like that. anger yeah anger anger fear feed you dude like that's what anger fucking gets you going you know Mm -hmm. I like I was talking about that with my therapist back in Charleston I like I was feeling sad for a while and I don't know what it was I just had like a week and a half or like I was getting in fist fights and shit and I was just like going crazy and like yeah I got into like my therapist's office I was like I've been really mad at people I like I've been like yelling at people and coworkers and da 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 I was like I've been feeling fucking awesome <laughs> you were feeling awesome getting that yeah. out being angry just fucking yelling yeah. it out i thought about that the other day when i was driving i like i think like uh I, I feel like i was more mentally like flush in like high school and shit and like maybe it's like concussions and drug abuse that's like got me to where i am now or maybe like it's just i was mean in fucking high school and like somebody pissed me off i'm like fuck you buddy I fuck, you know like you just got all the you were more balanced you think when you were in high school like getting all that shit out and, and not suppressing it I like I feel like my emotions like ride like a tidal wave more now where like I'll be like I'm so sad and then like I'm feeling great but like in high school I had like a lot more times if like I remember correctly a lot more times where I was just like dude fucking let's go like, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, man. I uh, I feel pretty balanced now. <laughs> I've been feeling more balanced. Really. You, yeah. Uh, I didn't feel balanced until comedy, for sure. Well, no, no. I was well. I wasn't being a creative at all. So no. I was just busting my ass at a job I didn't really like, and then boozing and God just knows what else. Yeah. What's that? Just watching the days go around. Oh yeah, I was like, I don't even care when or if this ever ends. I was like, it's so weird how like, yeah, life can like just get to a thing where you're just like, oh yeah, we're just waiting for the day. Oh, okay, yeah, just coming. Yeah, I try to remember that in comedy a lot. Like that's it. I have like a lot of like just looking forward to the future. And that's it. Like, I got to have a lot more of just like, dude, I'm doing some pretty cool shit right now. Like, yeah. Enjoying it while it's happening. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's, that's the cool thing to me about comedy as like, a, I think it's a healthy thing to add to your life. For me, it was because uh, I didn't care as much about the final destination. It's not like just pure pleasure that's that's getting because it's still a pain to have to write it's still like i still like you take naps a lot and i i want to ask you about that too like i still have to take a nap before i go on stage like just as a part of my routine like i'm right i'm like okay i wrote for a little bit i'm gonna warm up i'm gonna let my mind set again and it's still work yeah so it's like a healthy stuff you're putting real effort and emotion into it's a job. It's a, it's a mental, yeah, it's, it's a, you're, you're all, always on the clock too. Like that's it. Dan Sweeney down in Charleston always talks about, it. he's like, I, I'm like, so excited you get further down and like how like your brain starts like thinking in bits and like starts thinking. And that's what, like, yeah, a lot of time I, you still kind of got to drive a lot around here to like get to mics. Am I close enough to the mic? You still sound good and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, like that's what a lot of that, like I'm just driving. That's what like, I've written more here in the last three weeks than I did in the last eight in Charleston, you know? Really? Yeah. Why do you think that is? You're just motivated. Like, and that's what, like, there's, there's more mics to hit. There's more people. There's more, like, how many mics can you hit in a week? Just more everything. The first week I was here, I hit three mics every single day. Wow. Like, yeah. Um, and you're doing five minute sets each time or do you do more there's like three minutes at some there's like four minutes at some there are some that do 10 minutes still down here there's some that do seven there's some that do you know like it's all kind of random the worst part about doing sets down here and like getting on uh mics down here is like a lot of them they have the uh it's like uh you gotta sign up on a website like 24 hours before Okay. So like if you like don't have like a timer set on your phone or remember you're well, like if you're like sleeping quickly, till like, two o'clock like on a- fuck you <laughs> it, very quickly though you become like 25th on the list like dude I've been fucking living life dude Austin's been so fucking cool bro what were you I've doing been- last night I just looked at your Instagram story were you in a rave dude I was at a fucking rave last <laughs> night man. first time I've ever been in a rave in my life man I uh. Went to a mic. There was, yo, okay. So this is like another cool thing. There's a dude that's doing uh, open mics down here. He just moved down here. His name's Michael uh, uh, Fair. I can't remember his last name. Um, but he applied to be on a streaming service show. We gotta, you gotta bleep out this word, I guess, because he signed an NDA and he's fucking just completely blown the NDA out of the water. <laughs> he he wasn't supposed to tell anybody that was it, Netflix. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, last night everybody was getting there and we're like signing the waivers. And like, when we're signing the waivers, they're like, now this is going to be a streaming service. 
And we're all like, yeah, Netflix. Yeah, we know that. And apparently I didn't see it, but somebody else told me that one of the, like the producers were like, hey, Michael, can uh, you come over here and talk to him? And they like got him in like the back of a car and sat in there with him for like 10 minutes. And they had to must have just been like, you really need to fucking keep some secrets, dude. Like, <laughs> but uh, fucking Netflix was at an open mic last night. They had like uh, six fucking Hollywood cameras. And it was just like a cool thing, like sit around and like see all that. Everybody's did like, did you, did you perform? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you um, do? They brought the cameras out, or they put the cameras away before I even got up. The, oh, the, the did you have a good set, though? It was all right. It was fun. The kid that's going to be on the show, he uh, is, uh, he went first, and then, like, they just kind of, like, recorded, like, a little bit of, like, audience reaction. So, like, the, I was front row. You might see me on the fucking thing. Was, was that the guy row. who uh, blew the NDA? The guy who's yeah. on? Okay. Yeah. But uh, they filmed him go up and then like they filmed like two or three other people's like sets after that. And then uh, after that, they just kind of got like some audience shots and then got a video of him getting in his car and getting out. And then that was kind of it for the night. It was okay. a cool thing. But so who is that guy? So that guy's like the star of that. So they got it's like a, they're going to come out with I mean, a boop. <laughs> they're going to come out with a show. It's about like 20 somethings. And like uh, what they're trying to do with their life, and he's trying to do stand-up comedy, and they got like a poet and a musician oh, and a not artist. just a stand-up show. Yeah, so they're following everybody around and just like a, yeah. a real-life type of thing, I guess. Did I ever tell you about the Netflix show I passed on and it my biggest regret of my entire life? What? Love is Blind. You know that dating show? You were going to be on Love is Blind? Yeah. I could have done it. Why did you not? What? I was in Atlanta. They shot it, cast it in Atlanta. And uh, I went through the vetting process for like six months. I was like, I saw an in-person uh, therapist. I took like the, the test. Like they were going to, like I had to sign the thing to be on yeah. the show. And uh, because if they were going to move forward with me any farther, they didn't officially they said you're not official, but if you sign this, you'll basically be on it. But we can't continue to vet you because it's going to cost us money. So if, if we keep going with you and you bail, you have to commit now. And I thought about it, I was like, well, it wasn't worth the risk for my job. And um, and then, and then, dude, I, I guess, no, it. yeah, I get it. I don't know what your job is really, but no, I, well, it's medical sales. So, like, at the time, I was like, oh, I can't lose this. I still don't want to lose this. No, but. But that was that was pretty brutal because uh, do you remember when that show came out? It aired valentine's day 2020 right after every sporting event in the entire world was canceled so everybody, everybody watched that show a guy from my gym did it mark something um somebody went, was talking about the show that's the one where they uh they weren't allowed to see each other they just yeah. sat in the rooms and they're in these pods and then there's like a yeah. glass between as soon as the show came out i was like that was the thing i was going to be on it, it it recorded in 20 december of 2018 so it was a full year before it came out. That'd have been so much fun. Yeah, dude. The guy from my gym went from like a thousand Instagram followers to eight hundred thousand in like three weeks, and I watched it. Like, is he making money off Instagram now? Oh, uh, I don't know. But I, if I would have known I was doing comedy, that would have been. I would. I would still suck, but at least people would know. You'd have some extra fucking followers. You get booked. You'd get booked. On I'd get booked when they find out I'm garbage. They'd be <laughs> come watch me be garbage. People would be coming out, bro. And that's what, dude. You'd have so many fucking love is blind. All your punchlines are just love is blind. Love is blind. <laughs> hey. hey, remember me on love is blind? <laughs> <laughs> or just some Q and A. I got nothing. 
you know, uh, I brought a uh, guide dog on my first date because uh, love is blind. Ah! <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. I saw Bob Saget in Charlotte last night. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's a guy like I liked I like to stand up a lot, but I feel like he has to go back to like references a lot too, like a lot of full house stuff, a lot of. You know how I met your this mother. This isn't Danny Tanner. Yeah, I'm not Danny no. Tanner. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. Oh, I know he talked about that shit a bunch. No, he was great though. But, he was funny um, as shit. Um, yeah, that's great. Hell yeah, dude. So, uh, dude, so your parents, uh, you moved there for comedy. Like, there's nothing else. Like, are you working there right now? I'm unemployed. You're unemployed. Unemployed. Living the life, dude. How are you paying your bills? Dogecoin, baby. <laughs> Do you have any more like internet games where you could win a hundred thousand dollars by keeping your? Hmm? Do you remember when we went to the Purple Buffalo? You were trying to win that uh, hundred thousand oh, dollars by game. moving the. Yeah, no, I fucking lost that shit. That shit's all gone. He never even like uploaded. I don't know if he ever fucking paid anybody for that thing because like he never uploaded a video. Do you want to explain like, what that is really quick? I thought that yeah, was okay. Hilarious. I don't know if these people, these four people, yeah. Care, but. Uh, if you guys know the YouTuber Mr. Beast, uh, does like giveaways and like he'll give people hundred thousand dollars to uh fucking sit inside of a car for the longest or like whatever you know and like he does he does things like he does uh he ordered a pizza to a house and then when the delivery driver got there he gave the delivery driver the house and he just does like all these crazy dude his tax returns just have to be nuts like that's he's <laughs> just honestly but uh he did a app and then uh, it was called finger on the app or something and basically you had to keep the finger on the app and then like every five to 10 seconds, a little like bubble popped up and you had to swipe your finger over the bubble. So I would like, they knew that you're paying attention or whatever. And then whoever kept their finger on the longest won a hundred thousand dollars. And I, I did it and I started, it was like a quarter of a million people or like half a million people that like started it. I was doing it. I think I had like 12 hours or like 13 hours or something like that. And uh, it very impressive. And there was less, there was less than like, 10,000 uh, there was less than like 10,000 people or like 8,000 people when I got out of it and then uh yeah I fucking slipped my finger off for one second and like lost. No, that that reminds me of the game the classic game I think they did it they showed it on that 70s show where you put your hand on the vehicle yeah and the person like there's a bunch of people the person who takes their hand off the last last wins the car yeah um, that's what it's like the old classic he did like a little like change on it but yeah, I did that thing. I lost that. Didn't make any money off that. I made money off Dogecoin. I had uh, 700,000 Dogecoin before it boosted up. And I, I've been like trading for like five years, six years and like never made like any money. I made a little bit of money with uh, the GME thing. I like really, I've only made money in the last year off of stock shit. Okay. And it's all these dumb internet memes. Cryptocurrency, honestly, like right now, if you don't have any money in cryptocurrency, Go put five hundred dollars in it, and if it turns into something, it turns into something. If it's not anything, then you know, yeah, man, five hundred bucks. But I agree. Um, I, I invest pretty regularly in just the stock market. Gotta, but crypto, a lot of my buddies were into it. I, I I'm not comfortable recommending anybody put their life savings into it. But this it, is financial it, advice. Go put. <laughs> David Baker and Doug Allen say <laughs> we're professionals. Put it all on Doge. No, um, <laughs> Algorand, Algorand, but, if you guys want. 
I didn't want to not invest in crypto and then have my buddy, my asshole buddies be right. And I didn't make anything off it. So I invested in it as a hedge and, um, yeah. you know, you gotta, I bit, Bitcoin and Ethereum is what I have. It's not a bad like thing to do. Um, I had 700,000 Doge before it popped off. I had, I, I've been investing in Dogecoin for a long time. I had it like below a penny. If I would have kept all of it, I would have made one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars, <laughs> and yeah. uh, I sold it like way too soon. And like I made like a pretty penny off of it. I didn't make like uh, at twenty grand. I didn't make anything near that. But that's it. Like I made like enough to like feel okay. And then like I've invested things in a little bit. So that's it. Like I'm just kind of riding around stuff with and, investments and doing stand up. Yeah, I'm just waiting for my cryptocurrencies to fucking boost up. I'm either becoming a millionaire telling jokes or fucking poking blokes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's that's great, man. So uh, how old are you now, if you don't mind 26. me asking? 26. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 32. Oh, dude, fucking kill yourself, man. I know. I know. <laughs> you know do you know what the name of the podcast is? I did yeah. this instead of killing myself. Yeah, exactly. I'm That's right, you I'm right there. You should, I don't know. No. You should have uh, become younger instead of killing yeah. yeah. I like, dude, I, age is fucking scary, too. That's it. Get out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm 26, and like, that's what, like, you see 20 year olds that are like fucking awesome at this shit. And uh, it's like, yeah, I don't even, why even try anymore, you know? Does that, that discourages you? And dude, they got six more years to be way better than I am. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I've been doing this two years. I started when I was 24. I like, the first time I ever got on stage and told a joke, I was like 21. I moved into my van and I traveled around and it just like, wasn't convenient for me. And I was bombing and I was like, hey, you know. I started doing it again and I was like, okay, I'm not terrible at this. I'll keep going, you know, but, uh, I wish that like, I just, I wish that I kept going from the time I was 21. I wish I was like just more regular with it. Cause yeah, man, just, uh, just being better would be cool. <laughs> That's all that I want. I just want to be fucking really good at stand up. Like you, you're, you're good at stand up already. Thanks, bud. I'm really not. Two, I'm like, I'm you're okay. only two years in. I thought you were farther than that. I'm two. Yeah. I like, uh, like I said, like I, I, I have an extra, if like, I have like an extra like month. If like you like conglomerated, like all of the times that I did open mics and like how much, like I was like actually working at it regularly. I was just like doing the hippy dippy thing and like traveling around and just like every day, like what's going to happen next man? Yeah. Uh, but like, that's what, like, I'm like more focused now and like really like going for something. But like, I wish like uh, the things that like I want to get better at at stand up is just like, uh, like being more like flowy on stage. Like, I just want to, I just everything really, man. I want to be more flowy. I want to be able to like just like riff with audience members better. I want to have better joke writing. I want everything on my, I need to get better at. I don't mm -hmm. think I'm bad. I don't think that like I'm, I have no shot at this. I don't think that like I'm, need to quit but like uh close to needing to quit no <laughs> the best thing you have going for you like if anybody asked me about you is that you're fucking crazy a little high energy no you're just you're you're pretty uninhibited and you would have to be to be moving to austin for comedy in your 20s like uh and living off dogecoin i mean 
I I love like that you've taken that leap and everything. Um, Thanks, David. And on stage, like that comes through. You're, is, yeah. you're pretty free. Like you don't really. It doesn't seem like you're too attached to how it goes. Anytime. I just want to have fun. Well, that's I I had to do that to myself. Um, shout out Melanie Goldie down in Savannah, Georgia. Um, she was at that uh, Elliot Burrow mini bar show. We were both so doing. funny, dude. She's fucking hilarious. But she, yes, uh, she is that bit about the Tinder date. I still think about. She's just funny as fuck, dude. This is yes. all around, dude. She like same like how you just thank you for the compliment on me, honestly. Uh, uh, I meant she's I mean like it. she's like same like personality type where like she's like fucking crazy. She hosts uh, the totally awesome bar open mic down there in Savannah, uh-huh. and afterwards they do karaoke, and then like she's always like, I swear you can twerk to any song. So like people are singing fucking. Uh, Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. And she's behind him fucking shaking her ass. You know, <laughs> it's just funny. But uh, I, w- I I drove down to Savannah to go do a mic one time. And, you know, it's like a six-hour round trip. Sure. And uh, get down there and you do five minutes of jokes. And, like, I just fucking bombed. And I was, like, off stage. And I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, dude, I fucking suck. I fucking, dude, what the fuck do I even think I'm doing? You know, just beating myself up. And Melanie just like very bluntly was just like, oh, yeah, well, just keep on like telling yourself that you suck because that's totally going to help. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, all right, yeah, no, you got a point. So that's like, I've gotten better at that now, just being like, okay, yeah, like that one's over, time to get better. The loosey goosey thing, that was the most fun about the Netflix thing last night. And that was like the people that had the best sets last night were the people that were like, fucking Netflix is here, man. Fucking fuck you guys. You know, like it was just fun fucking around with them. They had uh, a producer of the show. He uh, got out there. They must be like wrapping up the show or something because he got up and uh, he's like, so guys, I lost a bet. And he went up and he told some jokes about like doing shows with celebrities and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I got up there and I was like, uh, his name was Ian. I go, hey, Ian. And he goes, yeah. I go, first time ever doing stand up. And he's like, yeah. I was like, I really liked it, but I'm going to be honest. I kind of zoned out about halfway through. Something popped up. It's like, are you still watching? And I was like, no, exit window. it was just fun fucking around with all them you know yeah the rave we left there we left from that uh mike we went to a buddy's house and like wrote some jokes tried to write some sketch and then uh after that somebody else texted and was like hey man there's a rave going on Uh, and dude it was an old abandoned bridge like uh yeah that's old old steel bridge old steel bridge somebody drove a penske truck about halfway down it brought out all this fucking sound equipment and there's this big ass rave just in the middle of this bridge there's highway the highway was 20 feet above us you're like listening to the music and then like it was fucking sick it was crazy was this like a professional dj entertainer is this just people with equipment playing rave music i don't know i my friends told me about it and uh yeah man they said there was like five different djs that were doing it there was some girl that was up there and she's like it's my birthday party thank you guys all for coming out uh-huh. like, yeah man it's just a fucking wild night like just loco and that's like what's been going on here that's what's been a lot of fun you go out and you hit a bunch of mics and then a couple comedians that are hanging out here like hey man you want to go fucking uh, and you go over there and you bullshit and you yeah well that's what i was gonna ask is you're making friends there these are new friends that you've met in the last three weeks I am so fucking popular, David. You don't need. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Dougie. Yeah. I no, knew I mean, they'd love you. All right, it's been cool. I I came down here uh, like two months ago, so like I met some people, and I was like, 
I got like a couple buddies that like I met back then. So been hanging mm-hmm. out with a couple people and I'm meeting new people. And like I said, dude, everybody down here is just pretty much fucking cool. Everybody's just like, Hey, yeah, what's up? Everybody. A lot of people have just moved down here. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that you talk to have been down here for eight months or less. Okay. So a lot of people are like in that same zone where they're like, Oh yeah, we're just being nice to everybody. We're like making friends. I don't know how long it's going to last or whatever, but yeah. It's, it's a good, be, it's a very good vibe going on down here. It's right be like now. hunger it's games a, in a year. Like shit, yeah, there's too yeah, many. Yeah. Of a, I don't, I don't kill you. Throat. It's squid game or fucking squid yeah. game, dude. It's so good. But uh, yeah, it's very, it's very uh, uplifting or whatever right now. Like you like finish a set and somebody will come up and Hey man, you know, I kind of thought of a tag for that. And there's like tag writing mics. There's okay. different formatted mics around here. So like you're doing different stuff. I, I got added on to it. Uh, underwear improv show um there's a like a bunch of like heckle mics where like you get up there and then all the comics are just heckling you so you just kind of sit in the back and then you get to work on shit like if you're in the audience you get to like work on a muscle of like being like hey you look like a fucking loser you know and figuring that shit out and then uh so it's like batting practice with hecklers that's really yeah and then yeah if you're on stage you get to fucking i look like a loser you look like a fucking piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um i need a quick comedy i'm not <laughs> you're not quitting I'm not quick on my could feet. you explain uh when a kid heckled you uh i feel like <laughs> i saw this on your story yeah you were like in a park at like an amphitheater or something and i heard this little kid say hey man you and, and you were heckling back so there was uh there was the same mic that the netflix one was at last night it's in the park but um it was two weeks ago and then I was on stage and or like the, we started at the open mic and I mean it's an amphitheater it's a public park so we can't like tell people like hey get the fuck out of here you know but uh there is a bunch of like little kids out there with their family and they're like riding their bike and like the stage is like the only like flat surface around there so these kids are just like riding their skateboard back and forth behind like everybody telling their jokes and like just an awkward situation and I got up there and then I just like started like telling my jokes to the kids because everybody else's audience member, uh, all the other audiences, comics, and they've all heard my jokes. So I just like look at the kid. I'm like, I forgot what joke I told him first, but I was just like, hey, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Is it Norm McDonald? <laughs> I, go, I, go, I go, hey, man. I go, do you know who Norm McDonald is? And then he's like, no. And I was like, OK, well, he's a comic and he's very good. And he just died. And uh he had a nine-year private battle with cancer. And I think that just kind of shows how good of a comic Norm McDonald was. And he had cancer and he never talked about it. I was like, you know how happy I'd be if I had cancer? I'd at least have like three new minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And then the kid just like stared at me. And he was like, that's not funny. Uh, <laughs> I was like, you're not funny. And then we just started like, I, I don't know. I just started leaning into him. I was like, look at your shoes. Your shoes look, you got stupid playground shoes and a striped shirt. What are you, a baby? And yeah. like i'm not a baby you're a baby i was like i'm not a baby you're a baby it was funny shit it was cool dude no was that was hilarious kid. that video was so funny because it's i never heard a, a little kid's voice <laughs> heckling a stage get weird. off the stage you freaking loser you yeah, like baby. I, I was talking to him dude they they were beating me they were going at it they were fucking kids can talk shit man yeah. And that's it. They were just like hitting me and hitting me. And I like, I like froze for a second. And the kid goes, you can't even say anything right now. And I was like, you got me, man. I was like, that's because I feel like I'm committing a crime right now. I was like, this is weird. Like, I was like, where are your parents? And he's like, he's up there. And I was like, does it? Cause I was like, we were going at it. 
And then uh, the kid like came up like right next to me. He was like acting like he was going to hit me. And when he acted like he was going to hit me, I like reared up on him and like ran away, you know? But uh, the, uh, yeah, I was like, are your parents here? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, does your dad have a weapon? I was like, we are in Texas. And he's like, yeah, he's got a gun and he's going to shoot you. And I'm like, <laughs> it was funny as shit. It was fun. But that's like, yeah, man, it's just been fucking fun times down here. It's exciting. It's a new thing, you know? How's, uh, uh isabella doing she's doing good she just moved uh she moved too, down right? here a little bit before me she got down here like uh like a month before me i think That's okay it. yeah she's doing good she got a little podcast she got some new jokes okay yeah i i love i, I love her i'll have to like i i don't i'm not good friends with her but we've overlapped a couple of times and uh she's uh yeah she's very bubbly She's got like one of the best smiles and just stage energies that I, I've seen. I mean, she's super, she's got to be easier on herself. She's very hard on herself, but that's it. She's a very good girl. She's very funny. She's a yeah. uh, very kind, good friend. Yeah. You know? yeah. The thing that like I've noticed in my life is like the more stressed I am about a thing, the worse I am at it. So like every time that like I've gone, I've had like times with chicks where like, there is uh you can put this in. I don't give a shit. There is a girl down in uh, Charleston that was at the, uh, she was the bartender like every week of the open mic that I uh, hosted mm-hmm. and just fucking gorgeous, dude. Amanda, you're so beautiful. Wait, who's, wait where does she work? Uh, LA Borough Mini Bar. She's so gorgeous, my guy. And, I, might, uh, I would have to go back down there. She's so fucking pretty and she's so cool. And like, she's just awesome fucking chick. Huge crush on her the entire time. I mean, I hosted the mic there for eight months or whatever, you know? Yeah. And um, so fucking gorgeous. Always was just like, uh, but like, we're like coworkers in a way, you know? And sure. like, also there's like, just like the stipulation on comedians being fucking creepy or whatever the hell. And like, just like all that stuff. So like, I was just like very cordial and like, I just like, I'm at a boy. Yeah. I appreciate you being here. I don't want to fuck with you. You know, I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but like, I like flirt with her here and there. And I always like kind of had the vibe of like, yeah, she's kind of feeling me, you know? And like, but it was always just like very smooth, very easy flirting, very natural. And like, it was fucking nice. So, like she'd come up and give me a hug. And I'm out. <laughs> but like the, like last night before, like, or like one of the last nights before I was going to move, I was like, uh, Hey, do you want to go like get dinner? And like halfway, like fucking around. She's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, I was like, why didn't I ask you earlier? Like, what the fuck, you know? And then I just was like tripping out about the fucking dinner. And then I was just, uh, the dinner was all right, but I was just like halfway a fucking weirdo, I felt. And then uh, <laughs> we, I, I fucking, I was just feeling all anxious and weird. And we like walked back to the car. And then I was like, so uh, you want to go back to my, your place? And she's like, no, no, not at all. <laughs> and, then, and then fucking like two days later, <laughs> And then like two days later, I left uh, for Austin and dude, I did the fucking thing where you're like driving and I text her. I go, Hey, you know, should I have kissed you that night? And then never texted me back. And I'm driving I'm like, you fucking idiot, Doug, you fucking idiot. And I, I just like the stress and the anxiety, just making me a fucking idiot. And that's what like any time that I felt that like stress and anxiety before I go on stage, I just like look like a fucking idiot. But anytime that I'm just like, oh yeah, this audience is just like another cool time. Like I'm just going to dinner and it's going to be fun, you know, then it's all right. But yes. that's it, like that same thing, <laughs> that same thing. I think like once like 
the girl on a date picks up they're like you're feeling stressed or whatever she's like okay i don't want to spend any more time with this guy this is a weird yeah. time you know yeah and then she doesn't want to do it when the audience picks up they're like you're feeling stressed or whatever you're like oh this guy's not funny i'm not gonna lie i don't want to spend more time with this guy dude you know? the audience is a woman it's a date it's a date I, it's a date dude they <sighs> It's a date, but then they're that's nervous. The thing. They're nervous, just like you're nervous. They're nervous. You're gonna. It's gonna be awkward. They're nervous. You're gonna suck. They're nervous. You're gonna suck. They're nervous. It's gonna be awkward. They're nervous that they're not that they're gonna laugh too loud. Have you ever had that? I've been sitting in like yeah. audience, and I'm like, am I not laughing enough? Am I laughing too much? Should I not laugh at this? Should I laugh? I've laughed at like setups. I've laughed at premises before, and then like it like throws off like the beat of the comedian. I feel like shit about that, and like that's it. Like it just you know. Little vibey, and like I genuinely like laughed at the premise or whatever the hell. But yeah. that's what, like, yeah, it's just the further that like you understand, like, yeah, everybody just. I have in the the front of my notebook and like on my notes app that like I have all my jokes. I have uh, I forgot. I think it honestly might be a norm quote too. I wrote it a fucking while ago, but it's just a quote. Uh, we we are built to feel good. And that's what like humans like, yeah, we're, we're, we're out here. Everything that you do is really to feel good. So that's what like, if you're feeling bad before you go on stage, like why the fuck are you doing comedy? You know, yeah. like that's it. Just fucking take a deep breath and like realize like, oh no, I do want to be here. I do want to do yeah. this. Like, okay. That's what like, I fuck up when like mics get, that's the worst thing about being down here. There's mics that have like 40 people, 45 people on them. And like, you feel fatigued just like listening to that, sure. you know? And uh, I mean, dude, there's mics down here that have like 80 people on them. There's a mic that on it's at Lucky Duck, and I believe it's on Tuesdays. And you sign up at six, the show starts at eight, and it goes till 2 a.m. Holy shit. So like you get your number at six, and then like you go out and you hit other mics, then you just come back like 15 minutes before like your my your time's gonna start, you know. But like uh it's fucking it's crazy. But like to sit through all that, you get like that mental fatigue before. And then like, I've like gone on stage and being like, I don't even want to fucking be here. And then like, when I get off, I'm like, dude, I fucking wasted that set. What the fuck did I do? You know? Yeah. You could, you could still say that sometimes I've said like, I'm exhausted. Like on a Sunday night, Mike, I've been like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm dead. But, uh, and then, but then I try to bring it up for that moment. Cause if I'm honestly feeling that way, I feel like I have to kind of address it a little. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, address yeah. it in the room and then get over it. And then, like, there's times where, like, yeah, it, like, amps you up. The thing about, like, being unemployed and, like, coming down here to do stand-up and everything, I was, like, beating myself up for a bit and saying that, uh, like, you know, I need to hit three mics, two mics every single day and da-da-da. And, like, I mean, I've only been down here a month. So, like, it wasn't anything intense. But, like, I just had, like, one day where, like, I was, like, waking up and I was, like, oh, I don't even know. Like, dude. Like, that's it. one of the things that, like, stressed me out. I mean, I signed a year-long lease down here. Uh, I don't have a job right now. I don't have, like, I don't know how much money that I'm going to be making at any time, you know? So, like, that's all those stressors that are put on me. So, like, I've had, like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, you know, freaking out. But uh, I just had, like, one day where, like, I was like, you know what, Doug? Yeah, you can hang out. And, like, I just hung out and played video games and watched movies for, like, a whole day. And, like, the next day I was like, I feel more excited to go do mics. So, like, yeah. So taking treating the, yourself right. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, taking a personal day. Yeah. That's healthy to do. Like, sometimes I feel like I have to hit every single mic. And, of course, here you can only really hit five open mics a week plus if you're booked on a random bar show or whatever so you feel like you gotta go do it you gotta go do it but that's what like 
you if if your comedy is going to be better two nights from now or whatever the fuck because you took tonight off i don't think that that's a bad thing i think like if you're doing it all the time and like you like allow yourself to like every single time that you're like ah then you're not then you're not you don't want to do stand-up or whatever the hell you know but like when like you feel like you're like dragging same thing with like a job you know like when like you're dragging yourself to a job and you're like i need to take a fucking little vacation or whatever the fuck you know yeah i mean i feel like i do want to do stand-up for the long haul because this is how i feel about it like i will get a little burned out and then i might take a day like you said yeah but if, if there's a period where i can't do stand-up for longer than maybe three to five days i'm like oh fancy I got to get back. Like I, yeah. I feel like the, 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 my unhappy, horrible life before standup starts to come back. And I'm like, That's funny. I'm eating like Papa John's full pizzas. I'm not <laughs> drinking, but I'm just crushing food. I'm just, you know, plowing down food. What's I was going to say, David, it looks like you've been eating a couple Papa John's pizzas since I left. I mean, <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry, David. You're a beautiful man. No, I'm gorgeous. Looks I'm good gonna, on I'm, you. I'm gonna. Ch- I, I was. I haven't cut my hair since I saw. It. I'm. You I'm look dope, dude. Doug, Doug Allen beard. Yeah. You look dope, dude. But uh, uh, no, all my all my vices and and just the unhappiness comes back if I stay away from it too long. It just starts so. getting kooky. Like that's yeah. it. Yeah, man. I don't know. I really do love it, man. I really like. Uh, I like. I said for like a little bit that like I hate it. it. It's it's a it's a frustrating thing. I'd say like it like. There's a lot of times where I'm like, I have no clue what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I don't know, like, how to fucking, you know, I feel like I, I have, like, no tools in, like, my repertoire at all sometime. And then, you know, those times where you feel great. And it's just, it's a fucking ride. I know. Do you feel good about the timing um, of when you made this move? Because everybody talks about that. Like, how long should you stay in a small market before you go to a bigger one? And I think you're in one of the biggest. I mean, now Austin. Um, I think Austin is going to, if like, we want to talk about that real quick. I think like, uh, it's always going to be New York, LA, but I think like how, uh, Chicago is like kind of like known for improv Atlanta is known for like music producing, like there's cities that you go to for certain things. I think Austin is going to become like a stand up place. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I think it was time for me to leave. Yeah. I, uh, I was talking to a lot of people down here. I've talked to a lot of people about the move. And that's what, like, I, I realized I could uh, I could stay in Charleston for the rest of my life and live, like, a pretty happy life. Like, I, you know, I was making good money doing carriage tour tickets. Like, it sounds like it's, it's a I – was, I was working for carriage tours down in Charleston. We have horses that dra- drag people around in wagons and tell them about the city. It's a historic city. 350 years old, 351 yeah. now. That's, but, a, that's uh, a huge service. If you go to Charleston, you're going to – it's a You're big deal. See, it's like see. it's a must do. It's a it's yeah. so much fun. We take very good care of the horses. We don't, yeah. But that's it. I fucking I love it, dude. It was so much fun. I love horses. But uh, so that was a job, good gig. The job yeah. was fun as fuck. I made a commission, and that's what like on like the busy days. Like man, I I, I don't not bragging, but just like saying like I was making like four hundred dollars a day, dude. Yeah, like, it was fucking ridiculous. It it made no sense. And like slow slow days, I was making like one hundred one fit. Like I was not doing bad at all. I saved up. That's how I was able to save up money, invest money, take care of everything. I'm very appreciative of Charleston Carriage Works. Check them out if you're in town. But uh, I could see you killing at that job, by the way. It was so much fun. It's just fucking. It's just bullshitting with people. But um, I could live. I realized like I could live the rest of my life there. I was like hosting a couple mics. So I was booking a show. I uh, was like going out to mics. I was getting booked on mics every once in a while. Not as much as I wanted to down there, honestly, but like I was having a good time. 
And that's mm-hmm. so, like, I could have, I could have like kept on going for another year. I could have signed a lease and done another year and been like, no, I still want to get a little bit better and get ready to go. And then like next year, I'm going to be ready to go. You know, mm-hmm. I could have done that. And then, but I there's always realize, that. Like, there's always yeah, that. It's every single year. It's going to be okay. No, I just, I, I there's, I there's another least, reason. I need to stay. a new five minutes. I need a new five minutes before I'm going to go. And that's so, like, I've got out here and then like, it's, um, it's just a, a, a confidence booster. It's like, I, yeah, I think I made like a right decision. I'm feeling good about being out here. It's like, it's a good feeling being out here. Just like, like I said, like seeing a ton of comedy, seeing other people's comedy, like just, yeah, you feel good, man. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Um, what are your, uh, what are your goals in comedy? To quit. Quit? <laughs> I want to. I want to quit. I want, I don't to, want have, to get a I lobotomy. Want to... So I don't want to do this. anymore. <laughs> I want to be able to find happiness somewhere else. Um, no, I, uh, I don't know. I want to be down here. I got my year lease down here. I want to be put on some shows down here. I want to like be ingratiated in the scene. I want to, I want to go on kill Tony and have a good set. You've already been on kill Tony. Can you t- shut up, dude? Shut up, dude. <laughs> you got to keep that fucking zip lock, dude. I'll talk about it. But like, I want to, I want to, we can't talk about talk. that. Uh, okay, fine. So uh, this I've I've been trying not to tell people down here because uh, they said like you're blacklisted. I don't know how serious they are about it. Uh, for people that don't know, Kill Tony. Uh, it's a uh, Tony Hinchcliffe's the host. He has comedians, amateur comedians, come on. They do one minute of comedy. They uh, talk. They have like a celebrity guest. Um, sometimes one, sometimes two, sometimes three. The last one that I went to, they had Tom Segura, Joe Rogan, and Dom Irera fucking awesome wow. uh, get up you do a minute of stand up you do an interview with the comics they kind of talk to you for a little bit make fun of you or whatever the fuck give you some ideas and then if you do good brian redband will put you on a show um they give like they just it's, it's a cool little like thing you know uh, i went to skank fest which is a comedy festival that was in new york city ran by the legion of skanks Luis got up that but uh i just saw Luis gomez the other day down here too is awesome wow but uh I, I was at Skankfest and they called somebody's name and the guy didn't go up and I went up and I did a minute and that's like before I was doing like comedy regularly. That's yeah. when I was dating. What my year old. was that? That, that was, was, that was 2018. That was 2018. That so was you when just I just started doing standup. That was like before I was doing it. So I was living down in Arizona with uh, my girlfriend, my ex now and uh, convinced her to go up there with me. And that was when like I did like when I was on the road, when I was living in my van, I did like probably did like fucking 12 mics you know and like i had like a little like three minute set and like they're all like just like very punny like that's what my i got a yeast infection uh i think i figured out who gave it to me i fucked a bagel last week (laughs) what i found out was pretty weird i took a shit when i turned around there was a french baguette sitting in the toilet (laughs) you know and that's what like i got up there and i did that and i like interviewed with them and then like i was like all nervous and i was like hey can i admit something to you and they're like yeah i was like i didn't sign up you guys called the guy's name he didn't come so then i just ran up here and they're like oh you're the worst get out of here you're blacklisted da, da, da. so yeah. like i've been worried about like if i go up there and they like recognize me they that's won't it. just tell them i don't think that they how will. many guys go up a night at kill tony it's random or, or, I think. Or comedians it's just, like, how many yeah it's just uh it's a number of uh well there's usually like five or six comedians and they get like two or three girls up there too. <laughs> Dude, you are a norm guy. I am too. I, 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 how the hell I supposed to teach a lady to do comedy? First of all, I had to figure out how a lady could even do comedy. 
I wrote, I wrote that down here. I said, you know, I'm very happy to be in the Austin comedy scene. It's a very good comedy scene. Uh, you can tell because even the women are funny. <laughs> <laughs> women are funny. I'm not a misogynist. No, they are. Yeah. They are. They are. It's fun to make fun of that shit. You know, like, yeah. no, it's, it's like literally, that's the thing that like I hate. And that's like why I think I was like not ingratiated. I don't know. That's why like I think people like rub shoulders wrong or whatever in Charleston. Like when I got down there, I was a brand new comic. And I was like, uh, just very into like that type of humor. And I was like, just like making like a lot of like dirty, dirty jokes. And I think people thought that like, I like genuinely felt those things, but I thought you were an asshole. Like, yeah, that's like the same reason that like, I say that, like, I like racist people. Like, it's like, I'm not listening to them. I'm like, hell yeah, brother. Like I'm sitting there. I'm like, you are a fucking idiot. Like I can't, you know, like it's just funny that people think that way, you know? And, um, there's no nuance in in interpreting anything. You can't. Yeah. You don't realize how idiot, you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. what, like, yeah, I don't know. But um, I forgot where that was getting me. Yeah, well, something about the uh, Kill Tony and uh, all the different. Oh, yeah, I don't think I they said... remembered that you're blacklisted. I think you're fine. Yeah, I, don't, I think I'll be fine. I'm not too worried about it. But that's it. Um, yeah, man, it's just been fucking cool down here. It's been nice. Yeah. I love it. Well, I love that you took the leap. I'm like, I watched it really carefully because, like, I want, I need to at least, if I want to do this, you know, Greenville's amazing, but, uh, 32, like that's what, like, yeah, it, you're 32. You got to go, dude. You got, you don't want to be, everybody talks about that, how they're like, uh, Jeff Foxworthy and they're, they're, they got their bits at 40 and but like they were doing it in New York city for 10 years before that, you know, like they weren't, they weren't right. 40, 50 years old doing it in Charleston. They weren't doing it in Savannah. They were doing it like big time, you know? Yeah. And so like, it's just the 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 level of comedy that like you see out here too. Like I'm not saying like in Charleston, Greenville, and uh, like there's very funny people. There's very talented comedians. There's very like, but it's like all of them. Like you're not if like you do want to do it as a career. I just I don't see it happening there. You know, and that's what like you can make money down there too. Like that's it. So that's the big thing with stand up. Also, like it's it's it you you're totally in charge of like however you want this to go. Like that's yeah. what you're in, you're in charge of like your total career. Like that's I've heard other comedians talk and they say like real comedians. I'm not even I I feel even weird saying that like I'm a comedian because like I, I don't do get paid. Like yeah, I'm I'm not I'm a I'm a I want to be you know. Well, don't don't be too hard on yourself. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, this is what we have. So that's it, yeah, but that's it. Like um. I've heard other comedians talk about it and they said like, uh, it's, it's your job to promote yourself in comedy. Like that's what, like you decide when like, it's, it's time for you to start doing like feature sets. Like it, when like you're doing feature sets, it's your turn to decide when like, you're like ready to start doing like 15 minutes. Cause like, you gotta like talk to somebody and like, Hey, or you gotta go out and you gotta find a way to get that, to move that up. Like nobody's there's, there's, there's no such thing as like talent scouts at open mics. Like there's like, like a couple like local bookers there and stuff, but like Netflix and da da da, you know, you're not fucking going to make a huge jump. And that's like one of the things that fucking psyched me out. Like right when I started, I thought that like every single mic was like, this is the one, you know, like, but this like is Johnny Carson, then somebody's going to see it and you're going to get yeah, it's fucking stupid. But like, that's what, like, it, it, it's your job and stand up to decide, like, when it's time for you to start doing 10 minutes, it's your turn. And that's what, um, it's like your job to, like, decide, like, whatever level that, like, you want to, like, do this with. Because, like, there's also a comedian, they say, like, you're never going to quit stand up as long as you're having fun. So, like, if your level, uh, if, if your definition of success 
is going out and doing open mics then like you can do that anywhere and like you can just go do open mics and tell jokes into a mic and like you can feel great about it and, like i mean if you're a fucking doctor and you're making six figures a year mm-hmm. and you're fucking you want to try out stand-up comedy and you think it's like something that's really cool like i think fucking keep on being a doctor and go do that and like get like your art out and like if it's something more and more and more that like you decide that like yeah then go make the jump or whatever the fuck but like uh yeah it's just whatever level that like you want to hit and like that's what if like you want to hang out in like a smaller market or wherever and like make money and that's what there's people down in charleston that pay their bills and they make their money doing stand-up comedy and that's like totally that's awesome like yeah Mm -hmm. that's it but that's what like yeah it's just i want to i want to fucking do theaters dude i want to fucking make people roll out of their seats i want to fucking i just want to fucking live this fucking life like that's what yeah i want i want it all dude you're gonna dude no, no, no. I, I, appreciate I mean, you. no. I like. I just feel so weird. I'm bad at compliments, but I no, like really appreciate. Well, I, no, I'm. I don't want to give bullshit ones either. So, but I, it, so 26. You know, that's that's not too old at all. Uh, I still feel. I mean, considering you have a lifetime, as mm-hmm. long as you don't vape every day or uh, go to your, <laughs> go to raves. I'm bridge. I'm just kidding. Dude, I climbed up the bridge. I was like up on top of the scaffolding. Uh-huh. And I was like climbing up there and I was looking at everyone. I'm like, ah, come on. <laughs> and then some guy came crawling over. He's like, get the fuck down. Get the fuck. And I was like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. I fucking fall off. Who was telling thing. you to do that? I thought there was no. I guess whoever was running the Penske truck, he's like, dude, I don't want to fucking. We are going to get arrested, if, yeah. especially if you're up there. None fuck. of us are supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah, none of us are supposed to be here right now. We're definitely you're, not supposed to be You're going to blow this whole thing. <laughs> oh man that's sick um well this is time's kind of flying i don't know how long this is going I what time it's only 3 30 here right now yeah. um there's no timer on this but i got time bro i don't care yeah. we can keep going for whatever all we right talking shit about some people so we got to cut some stuff no out. i definitely will <laughs> i definitely will uh so i'm just kidding we said only very nice things about everybody no. yeah yeah um <laughs> what else do i ask people i ask people what their biggest dumpster fire story in life is do you have a good dumpster fire story um what do you get a little more specific dumpster fire story uh well i had a bunch of stories. i got i got i got stories about fires being made i got stories about me failing at things i got yeah failure failure yeah um like a job interview that went horribly uh doesn't have to be bombing on stage actually i prefer it not to be um, okay but yeah uh i didn't give you this in advance to be fair you're all good no i don't know (laughs) um failure failure i i only got a one stuck in my mind now of a actual fire that i saw i was in vietnam or yeah i was in cambodia and uh you didn't know what? that I traveled. I went to Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. And right after I broke up, no, right when I started dating my ex, and uh, like 2018, January 2018, I think. But uh, you started dating her. Started dating her, and then I went to Thailand and fucked a bunch well, of prostitutes. Then... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> raw dogs, yeah, yeah. bunch Thailand of hookers. Not pot, no. uh, yeah. But. Uh anti-con when i was in when i was in cambodia um i was sitting inside of a hostel and 
the owner of the hostel comes running in and she goes, everybody get a fire extinguisher. Come quick, get a fire extinguisher. One of the other hostels are on fire. And we go, oh my God. And we grab the fire extinguishers off the wall and we run out and we get to the street. And immediately I just set the fire extinguisher down to the lady's legs. And I'm like, we're not putting that out. And it's this <laughs> fucking building engulfed in flames, bro. And uh, we went down there. It was an electrical generator, like somehow started a spark and the gasoline that was in there caught on fire. These cars were parked next to it. Cars are exploding. Uh, this building's <laughs> like about to like run out. There's tourists running down out of the building. Um, Cambodia's fire department isn't paid by taxpayers. It's uh-huh. the fire the fire department. It's like a gangs of New York style. If you ever seen that movie, yeah. it's just gangs of fire departments roll up and they just put the stuff out and then they just get paid by the people that they put out. Like, so like, like the Tammany Hall people coming up yeah dude and they fucking there's like three fire trucks that roll up the third one that got there just showed up and they're like oh, okay everybody they got it, and just turned around and left <laughs> and like two guys like jump out of this fire truck they don't have firefighter gear on they're wearing like basically what i'm wearing and like they're attaching hoses and they start running around and apparently all these civilians just come up and start holding the hose and like helping point the hose <laughs> We're the hose, dude. There's so the hose was getting tied around like uh, street signs and like telephone poles and shit. Uh-huh. And like we're like running with the hose this, this way, and like it was like a movie, like getting like stuck and like falling on their ass. And it was just like a ridiculous time. Nobody knew what the hell they're doing over there. The building uh, burned to the ground. I'm assuming, right? It went out. They got it. They oh, they got it, it out. They got oh, it good. out. The buildings over there. They make a lot of them with concrete. So like that's what like there was like a main little fire area, and then the rest was fine. Mm-hmm. Um big failure though i don't know man i don't I don't take a lot of things as failures they're all learning experiences bro i <laughs> i uh when i was in college i was an alcoholic and then i dropped out i guess that's kind of a failure <laughs> <laughs> what's I, your uh, relationship like with alcohol now i talk about that with a lot of people i uh it goes ups and downs i think i have like a i, I think i probably am an alcoholic because like uh like technically or whatever I by don't the like, clinical definition mo- a lot of people are but. i don't like i don't wake up i don't wake up and like crave beer or anything like that but like once i have like one or two i'm like okay let's have 12 you know yeah and uh so like i just like anytime like i start drinking i get like really drunk and like that's what like i was kind of like just partying the first like week that I came out here, I was really nose the grindstone. It's only been three weeks, but like first week, first like three days, I just kind of hung out and like got like my apartment set up. And then the next seven, I was like, really just like hitting mics, sleeping. And then that's where like my schedule, I, I go out, the mics go from like 5 p.m. to like midnight and then like ending at like 2 a.m. sometimes. So like you do that, you hang out with people after for like a half hour, 45, go home. It's already 3 a.m hang out for another half hour. It's already 4 a.m. I fall asleep. I wake up noon, one o'clock, eat some food, go back out, do it again. It's been, it was a good little cycle. Sure. Um, And then I was like the first week, I only drank like once or twice. And then second week, I was like, kind of like just drinking, like hanging out more. And then like third week, I'm like back now to like, okay, I'm, I'm watching myself. And then like, I've been, my, my tags are expired. I still got tags down in Charleston tomorrow or in South Carolina tomorrow. I got to go get Texas Dude. plates. So that's yeah. what, like, I've been, I can't drink and drive right now, you know, and I never drink and drive because it's not safe, but especially if I was going to drink and drive right now, I couldn't do it because I'd probably get pulled over. So Dude, that's so funny. My tags were expired. I moved from Atlanta. My tags had been expired for a year and a half. I literally got them updated to South Carolina plates last week because I finally got a ticket. 
but and they're like your right, car is so like i'm a- gonna quit I'll, I'll drink and drive don't worry david it's fine it's, yeah I won't well i yeah i stopped <laughs> but yeah they're like your car isn't even registered like i'm gonna let you off with a warning you idiot but go to That's the crazy. go to the dmv um but okay so you're you're situated but yeah with that type of schedule i mean that's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sleeping in. That's it. Like, it's crazy, dude. There are people that like are staying up to like two and then they're like, nah, I got to work tomorrow. I got to get up at 7 a.m. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? And they're like, yeah, man, I'll see you at the mics. I'm like, you're fucking going, dude. Like, wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Honestly, like, I quit alcohol last year and there's, there's some personal reasons, but one of the reasons is uh, I'm 32. Yeah. And I don't, I feel like I don't want to age myself unnecessarily in any way you want to so, stay pretty you want to stay young boy i am yeah i am moisturizing <laughs> i want to get whitney cummings little thing she has like this like micro needling thing that like I, make your hair grow more are you saying or what oh i don't know okay. there was there was one of those for beards but then I thought, that. that's what i thought you were saying i was like why does whitney have that no, maybe she wants to go trans maybe she <laughs> no. I don't know. I, don't know. I thought she had like some skincare. I don't even listen to her that much, but uh <laughs> I mean she's a woman, right? I mean, that's an, that's like, oh Jesus Christ, buddy. <laughs> you freaking dirty bastard. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, whatever it takes. I want to Paul Rudd, Tom Brady it because I I'm I'm paranoid about the time thing. That's the one thing that I mine's feel. going back to. I like I in the new year 2021 I, I did like 50 days with no alcohol and then I had like one night of drinking and then I drank for a little bit and I did like 40 nights or something so I did pretty good without any booze for a while but yeah, that's you, didn't feel I, like you weren't like fiending too bad yeah yeah I'd like well that's the thing after like I mean you know it you got a year I'm sure that like you do have times where you're like I really want to drink but that's what like no not that's really a, it's after after like 30 days or after like like honestly like a week and a half you're kind of like oh, okay you know I'm just I'm yeah still, i like i noticed that like I, I drink to kind of get to that point where like you're just like more like loosey-goosey and you're like fucking oh yeah dude everything's good but like even if you don't have a beer it still takes like takes a half hour to get drunk and then like you're kind of like all hey yeah let's party but like uh if you like hang out at a bar and like drink fucking Sprite, like within a half hour, you're going to get to that like point of like, oh, okay, I'm relaxed. Like everything. You'll you know? get into that vibe. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's the, the alcohol isn't the one that does it. You know, it's just kind of. Yeah. Like, you can use alcohol as a crutch, just like anything else. You can still feel anxiety when you're drunk. It's weird. Like Sometimes it, it compounded. Like that's what. Yeah. What is that quote? Uh, alcohol is stealing happiness from the next day. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that's what it gets you worse sometimes. Yeah. Cocaine really steals happiness for the next day. Do you do a lot of coke? No. No? I never. I know. Like, it, it was big in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, yeah and people oh. get messed up on that. I believe. Yeah. Atlanta. But yeah. uh, I, uh, I've never like had like a really intense like passion. For I've like done coke a handful of times. And like the only time that like it's ever like noticed i've noticed like anything on it like a couple times it's only been like oh i feel a little less drunk you know yeah like, yeah, yeah. or not... it just gives you like energy like gasoline on the fire of a drunken night like i've had like yeah like the end of the night like okay let's keep going and that's like i guess that's the only reason to do it but that's i i a lot of drug i'm like i don't understand how people get addicted to this like it just kind of is like a oh okay yeah 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 it hit my bomb <laughs> <laughs> yeah um what else 
who's uh, is norm was that your all-time favorite comedian that's uh i really like if i dude i i, I feel bad about saying this but like there's a lot of times where like i'm like i hate stand-up like <laughs> there's a lot of like just stand-up specials that are out there now too that you see and you're like what the fuck how the, you know and that's it like yeah but you go and like you see those ones that like you do love and then like it is uh, another thing i think uh norm like all of the classics norms patrice craig geraldo um greg geraldo was like when i was a kid like one of like my favorite ones um he's just i don't know funny. greg geraldo he's dead now he died like a while ago but he like, he it was like when i was a little kid um i used to like get home from school and like watch stand-up specials and like play with legos and shit and i remember like laughing my ass off and like pounding the floor over this one comic and he's just like doing jokes about like how much americans love to eat and like uh, just it's like i don't even remember the whole bit now but uh, I was started comedy and like I was like listening to Sirius XM stand up radio on like a drive or whatever and just like running through jokes, you know, or like mm -hmm. they're just like playing different comics jokes and uh, popped up. It was Greg Giraldo. It was that bit. And like I was like listening to it. And I was like, oh, this is the one that I listened to when I was a kid. And it was Greg Giraldo. And like I like liked I knew who he was after that. And like I liked him. And I was like, oh, shit, dude, I had good taste as a kid. Fuck yeah, dude. And that's <laughs> it, like i was a genius uh, yeah i love greg geraldo um colin turrell is a hilarious man if you don't know who he is he's a guy he's kind of a newer guy out of new york city um shane colin who? Is what's his last name colin turrell it's hard to spell uh i think it's t-e-r-r-e-l i don't know colin um irish guy super irish guy he's got a podcast called wizard of pod and it's very funny mm. um louis j go i like like podcasts i listen to podcasts more yeah, uh, so like Louis J. Gomez, Big J. Okerson. Big J. Okerson's one of my favorite stand-ups, definitely. Yeah. I said just like that crowd work. Is he an Austin State. guy? No, he's New York City. He's New York? Okay. Yeah. I've seen him on Kill Tony before. Maybe that's why I remember. He was that. on Kill Tony a whole bunch. I said like that crowd work, like fuck around. He, he came up in the black scene in Philadelphia. So okay. that's what he talks about. Like a lot of that is like. Uh, that makes sense. Like Based on audience. his tough exterior, like he seems kind of like a dick talking with the audience and stuff he seems like a super nice guy i've talked to him before and like he's like super friendly and just like yeah hey, what's up man uh, he uh if you look back at like his old stuff and like he jokes about it you know he's got like a like a biker aesthetic or whatever right now like some top at like goth kid yeah when he yeah. was uh when he was like starting comedy and like in the black circuit you look up videos he's got the big giant jinko jeans and he's got like the uh the baseball oversized baseball jersey and he's got the hat tilted up like that you know like, uh -huh. it's funny shit big j pander into your audience you yeah it. It, it's funny you said you don't you kind of hate stand-up i i know what you mean um because there's sometimes like if it's a new comic who i don't already know i'm like meh i really like so whenever i was in charleston like and down here there's so many new guys that like i'm not really like paying attention to every single one but like down in charleston at any time i like saw somebody doing it like for their first time or like first time coming to the city or like whatever i'd always like make sure i like i want to see whatever they got mm -hmm. and that's it like there's times where like yeah they'd be like 30 seconds in i'd be like okay i'm checked out whatever you know yeah but like there's people that'd be holy shit this is awesome but that's yeah. like the thing that like i say i hate stand-up comedy i think like a lot of it was like just going to open mics and like you listen to the people that you know do the same jokes for the last year or whatever the hell. oh sure and it starts getting but, but even even the famous ones like even the netflix specials and stuff that it's it's a little saturated it's like eh. there's a lot of them that you go like oh fuck what the hell no norm said that in some interview he's like i i got a netflix special it's one of 37 that they're coming out with this year 
Yeah. 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 It's like, it's an overreaction. Oh, people like stand up. Let's just give them a. Let's give they, them made, a they were killing it with uh, that Bill Burr. You remember that, bro? That was back in like 2014. Like they were like starting off that whole. They like, I think Netflix had like a partner like making Bill Burr big. They had all of like his specials real early. And was it kind of like a lucky thing? Like they're like, let's just throw this on there. And then it got big. And then. I mean, I bet you. I don't know. Yeah. That's um, it. Yeah. It's One of the crazy. comics that I love, and I think we're gonna get, I'm gonna have him on this this podcast soon, is Dan uh, Sweeney. Dan Sweeney, Dan's fucking hilarious, dude. I, the first time I saw him was that night when you invited me to Purple Buffalo. You were playing that game, and then uh, I saw him. I, oh yeah. I didn't talk to him, but uh, I was like afraid to talk to him. He's got like a very dominating presence. He's like, yeah, I was like, this dude is good and like a savage, and like I feel like my stupid shit, like he. Dan's a fucking monster, dude. Dan, yeah. Dan needs to get the fuck out of Charleston. Dan needs to go to New York City. Dan, yeah, I, I think like that's it. I came to Austin because like I don't think I'm ready to go to New York City. I don't think I'm like ready to get like seen up there. I don't think when I went up there to go visit, I don't think I was like anywhere near like the level up there. And like even to say that like I'm at like a level like B here, I like feel like pompous to like say it because like there's very good comedians down here. But that's it. Like I feel like I'm like fitting in. Like things are like going all right down here, you know. But I, I, I came down here so like I could work on it for another year before like I go to New York. I might stay down here two years. I don't, that's like kind of my plan. But uh, Dan fucking needs to go to New York City. Dan needs to go get fucking seen. Dan needs to go. Like tomorrow. Yeah. Like Dan's fucking hilarious. Dan, is, Dan's fucking hilarious. Dan's a smart guy. I got nothing but good things. He's fucking sick, dude. Mm-hmm. yeah i i was only nice brave guy, enough to genuine. actually introduce myself after the elliot burrow show got to talk to him a bit but uh yeah man he can be an asshole <laughs> i'm sure he can he can he can like that, but that's what like it's like that's the like uh thing that like you like about him basically it's like a no bullshit whatever yeah i'd rather have that than somebody who just gives you a line and saying how it is fake yeah well that's like oh man there's so much fake shit going on man mm-hmm. this shit does it the uh i'm pretty sure michael clayton told me that before i like moved down here i was telling him i was nervous about it or evan burke um up in uh, nashville he came down here and he's talking saying uh comedy or it might have been caleb mcgraw whoever the fuck i know a lot of people dude i'm sick uh said doing comedy moving to a new scene it's a lot like uh like playing a video game that like you've like played through one time and like you kind of like understand like the roadmap, like how the video game works, you know, like it, the second time that you play, you're like, OK, I need to go upgrade this. I need to go. So you're like, still starting at level one, but you've already yeah. kind of gone through it. Yeah, you, you're starting at level one, but like you just kind of have like another idea of like, OK, fucking that's a, like I've like learned from like Charleston, like like how I said, the more stress than I am over things. So that's what like I've really just been trying to just be chill. They talk about that, like professional comedians on podcasts are like the people that they take on the road or like the most like just chill hang. It's like people that you don't want to or that you don't mind spending eight hours in a car with or whatever the hell, you know, sure. five days with. So that's it. Like I've just kind of been hanging out, writing all my jokes, trying to just get better at my shit. But then also just like hanging out with everybody and just being like, hey, what's up, man? There you go. I love it. And for you know, career wise shit, but then also just to be like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah. New yeah you're not like phony networking to i'm like, like genuinely enjoying conversations that i'm having with people like sure I, yeah that's kind of I'm an like art fucking, in itself it's like which helps if you enjoy it and enjoy the people that's you're what not, i hate you're not just a politician every night. that's what i hated about like um even like going to different cities down when i was in charleston 
like uh going up and like i genuinely again there like be talking to people and having a good time but like sometimes i'd feel myself like playing they're like hey it's good to meet you good to be here hello thank you thank you yeah you know, like just like you know fucking feel gross yeah 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 totally um yeah i like it i think you got to figure it out i i can't wait to see uh see some more uh stuff out of doug Allen in Austin. Thank you, brother. Well, um, excited to see you in Austin, David Baker. I, I want to come, dude. I want to visit I got, for sure. You're definitely too tall to sleep on that couch, but you can put the cushions on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that. What it, your place is? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd uh, one bedroom. Yeah, I got perfect bathroom, my bedroom, and a little closet right in there. Um, nice little kitchen. Yeah, it's a nice little spot, man. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I got really. I gotta still like set up. I still got like garbage sitting over there in the corner that like I gotta get hung up and shit. But yeah, yeah, I'm impressed. I mean, I'm excited like again to see you in Austin. Like we've got some other people. Like Whitney Rayner on Saturday moved to L.A. So. For real? Fuck yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, Reese is out there too. Reese folk. Yeah, she uh, she connected with Reese, and uh, I love that kid. Fuck yeah, Reese um, is hilarious too. Dude. Reese is so fucking funny. He's so Reese is so fucking funny. positive and likable. I I loved him immediately. Like really cool dude. Super cool dude. Super chill. Super fucking funny. Super all the things, dude. Now he's in Great, school, smart right? Guy. Smart writer. Yeah, he's like a dude. He's like a he's like an intern for. He's like a showrunner out there. Like he uh like is like the gopher type of person, you know? For what? He, he, a gopher. Uh, that's what I always say. That shit uh when i was a, when I, my uncle did construction i always worked with him and he called me my job position was a gopher mm-hmm. because he like go for the two by four go for the you know gopher right but uh he's like a gopher for like the shows out there i'm pretty sure like they TV like shows oh, hey yeah like hey go help me go get the food stand set up and go do this like he'd like talk to me he's like he said that that he his boss he's like I don't even know. He talks about like the, the industry out there and like how weird it is and how like there's, he said like he could work in the industry and like move up in there. And basically all that, like he has to do is like, just move up. Like there's interns that are working for interns that are working for interns. And like, he's like, you just kind of move up to the next step. Like as like the longer that you stay there, there's like a bunch of intern layers though. It's that. Uh, yeah. That's what like, of like, this guy's controlling this and telling this stuff to happen and this, you know, all this weird shit. Well, that's yeah. Reese is gonna fucking do big things. That's it. I uh, that's I, I get so worried, man. I like I said to my therapist, I'm like I could see like my life projection, just like the way that I am. I could like I could see things like working out for me and me like buckling down and being smart and like having like a good life and having a single family and blah blah blah. blah. But I could also like see shit going bad and me becoming a homeless guy and like living on their bridge and drinking beer, you know. But that's what like. Reese is like really one of those guys. I'm like, things are going to work out great for him. Uh, fucking uh, Austin Hughes. Things are going to work out great for him. Love Austin. Austin's great. So when you say things are going to work out great for him, you mean in a conventional sense, like of an American lifestyle. That's like, I like wife, family, kids. Good job. No matter what those guys do, they're going to succeed. That's what like, yeah. And that's what like comedy, like I believe that they could be great comedians, but like, I'm like, if one day they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I think like they fucking run a fucking fortune 500 company or whatever the hell, you know, I, I think for me, I'm either going to do comedy or I'm going to swindle car sales to people or fucking be a contractor and I'm getting too old to do that. So I got to fucking figure this shit out pretty soon, man. 
<laughs> yeah, man. Well, I'm excited. I'm Hell excited yeah. for it. I'm excited to see. Like, it's it's cool. Like, I, I hope people stay in touch. You know, um, going to different cities and stuff. I think your your network is helpful with that, especially cool people that you can learn from. Uh, it's just what you're good doing. people, man. Mm-hmm. So, there's like a lot of people I met that like, yeah, you're you're good people, man. Keep in touch. I'll keep in touch with you. Uh, so I wish the best for you. Yeah, dude. Want to see how life turns out. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're pushing two hours so we can kind of, I think zoom, this is my first zoom interview. So I, I hope I none of this jacked up, but um, fun. I think they kick you off after two hours. So I think so. Uh, well, we can good fucking uh, excuse, David. I know that you're trying out the free trial. You got five hours. I paid you- dude. I paid because one, paid. I didn't know when you'd show up. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I feel like such an asshole. No, it, two hours is the limit, I guess. That's how long they assume any conference call should ever go. Um, <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, dude, like, uh, where can people like follow you and stuff? Um, uh, really? I only got, uh, check me out on Instagram, Doug Allen comedy, um, down here in Austin. If you want to come see an open mic, message me, let me know that you saw me on, uh, I did this instead of killing myself. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, if you're in Charleston, follow my friends, I guess. I don't fucking know, dude. Uh, Facebook, um, Douglas Smith. Uh, you got to put into the, uh, little search bar. You got to type in Rosemont, Minnesota. I'll pop right up. My cell phone number is 651-278-5334. Is that really yourself? Yeah, I don't get it. Oh, yeah. Who cares? You got and you're you gonna get your mom call me yeah you're gonna get <laughs> spammed nobody made it this people. far dude this is really just me and you having fun i don't believe anybody hey text me if you made it this far to the episode <laughs> sounds good that sounds good um all right dude well you hey thanks a lot me an hour ago yeah thanks for coming on man good luck right. love you david love you too wish you well man <laughs>